Hello and welcome to the Kane Violation. I am your host, Sam Kane. On my podcast, I'm going to discuss five NBA teams each week and tell you why they're not going to win the NBA Finals next year. Because basically, I'll be correct about at least 29 out of 30 of them. Those are some damn good odds. I'll do five teams every week, but uh, I, I mean, I, I wasn't sure which ones to start off with, so I'm just going to go alphabetically. We'll do the Atlanta Hawks, Brooklyn Nets, Charlotte Hornets, Chicago Bulls, and yes, I will be ragging on my own team, the Boston Celtics, just to show you guys I'm not a complete homer, you know. Now, once the season starts, I'm, I'm going to try my best to watch all the games I'm covering. Now, look, I refuse to be the guy who thinks he knows what he's talking about because he watches 10-minute YouTube clips from Zemo Pierto. All right, that's enough. Let's get started. The Atlanta Hawks, some quick notes with DeAndre Bembry leaving the Hawks and signing with the Toronto Raptors in free agency. Atlanta's longest tenured player is now John Collins, believe it or not. Uh, their highest-paid newly acquired bench player, Danilo Gallinari, making a cool $19.5 million at the age of 32. Last year, the team had 20 wins and 47 losses. No. Last time they made the playoffs was 2017, and there's not a single player from that squad remaining on the team today. So it's been a full roster makeover, basically. Now, everyone's praising the Hawks, saying they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, they'll, they'll definitely get into the play-in tournament. Awesome. I mean... I like the talent they added. You know, pretty good. I mean, I'm Rondo, he's definitely due for one vintage triple-double. Of course, while, uh, you know, nursing some minor injuries, you guys better hope there's no uh, trampoline parks down there in Atlanta. Meanwhile, Gallo will be on the bench. I mean, you're insane if you think this guy's going to play more than 65 games this year. It's not happening. The young guys... Cam Reddish, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and Kevin Herter, you know, not all of them can start. And they're going to passive-aggressively complain throughout the season about not being in the starting lineup. All right, maybe Herter won't. Uh, Chris Dunn, nice. You know, you got Tony Snell, he's going to screw up all the chest bumps. Bogdan Bogdanovich is going to complain to a Balkan newspaper that he wants out, then deny it when Chris Kirshner presses him about it. But hey, at least Trey Young will average 32 a game, right? Right? Because that's all that matters. That's all that matters. We all know, Hawks fans, Trey Young had the better season last year over Luka Doncic. There's no debate. No debate. Trey Young averaged 29 points, while Luca <laughs> only averaged a measly 28 points a game. If my math is right, that's one less point per game. So congrats, Hawks fans. You won the Luka Doncic trade. And you know, hopefully you'll enjoy us, Trey's gritty, hard-nosed defense for the rest of the decade. 
But in 2021, mm, you guys definitely ain't winning a chip. On to the next one. My Boston Celtics. Longest tenure player is Marcus Smart. Only guy to overlap with Rondo's tenure. And the police are after me. Pretty neat. Um, Jesus. Highest paid player is Kemba Walker at $34 million. We uh, made the playoffs last year. 48-24 record. But Danny screwed up again by holding on to the potential lottery draft picks for too long. Ugh, that treasure trove of draft picks. Gone. Gone. Wasted. Wasted on studs. Like Gershon Yabusele. Yabusele? RJ Hunter. Ainge did not upgrade the roster at the trade deadline. We were a good team, but we needed more size that wasn't Ennis Canner. Love the guy. I go nuts whenever he gets an offensive rebound. Put back. Boom. But no look at defense whatsoever. Bam Adebayo. Freaking abused us. I didn't really think that's why we didn't make the finals, you know. I mean, we wouldn't have won anyways, but, you know. So, now it's bye-bye Gordon Hayward, goodbye Robin, hopefully they'll have a great new cheese shop down in Charlotte for you, and hello, trade exception. $28 million. One year to use it. Watch Danny use it on Thad Young. Well, you know, it was a good player back in uh, 2014. No, this is what will really happen. Danny Ainge is going to go on a radio show in December 2021, and the underpaid Clear Channel disc jockey is going to ask why he decided not to use the trade exception, and here's what Ainge is going to say. Well, you know, you see, we just, we didn't seem to find a player who was worth dealing for, especially with the group of guys that we have now. You know, sometimes the best trade exceptions are the trade exceptions you don't use. Twenty twenty three is gonna be a rough year, let me tell you. It's inevitable. Jason Tatum's gonna be disgruntled, gonna ask to be traded. You know, got a five year deal. It's not really a five year deal, it's really a four year deal. I swear to God, if Rachel Nichols, you know, I can just see her opening up the the jump on Tatum's impending free agency, going, hey, so Jason, I think the Celtics will be a, I think they're going to be the sixth seed this year. Yeah, don't call me a freaking homer. I think the Celtics are going to be the sixth seed this year. I, I Their schedule just came out. It looks pretty tough. You know whose fault this is? This is Vincent Poirier's fault. I want that man locked up. 
Uh, Javante Green MVP. Okay. Brooklyn Nets, longest-tenured players, Karis LeVert. Speaking of Thad Young, that's actually how Brooklyn was able to acquire the pick that they used uh, for Karis LeVert. Highest-paid player is Kevin Durant at $39 million. Uh, they were 35-37 last year, just barely slipped into the playoffs. Uh, squad includes, of course, Durant. Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and the guys who will get traded for James Harden. Look, these guys are running the team. They're dictating all the moves that are made. It sounds like they're cool with Joe Harris, but yeah, they'll probably trade him after this season when they realize they can get a better player for $16 million. Yes, Joe Harris makes $16 million. And hey, I'm sure it'll be a harmonious locker room where KD will only allow his music to be played, but it has to be from his vinyl collection, and it'll be played on from the Crosley he bought across the street at Target. Now, I'm sure there'll even be a point in the season where, you know, the team is down to their final shot. They're down like two points. It was like like t ten seconds left on the clock. Carousel Vert, I bet, will go up and politely ask Kyrie if he can take the last shot. Kyrie will flash his million dollar smile and say, of course, young fella. <laughs> hey, I know this is a weird time to ask, but we're filming Uncle Drew 2 up in Canada this summer. Our foreign contributors just pulled out on us. Uh, if you, know, you put this year's salary of your contract towards the budget, then you know I'll let you have ten words of dialogue and make sure you get fifth billing on the poster. Do that, and I'll allow you to take the last shot. You guys ever see the movie Seven? Remember that, uh, the sloth victim? Yeah, it's going to be Stephen Ash uh, by June. Yeah, they say he looks good for his age. Not anymore. Yeah, Brooklyn Nets said not winning the finals this year. Sorry. The Charlotte Hornets. Longest tenured player is Cody Zeller. Yes, he still plays in the league. Highest paid player will be my old pal Hayward. feel bad for him. I do. The exact number of his contract isn't available yet. Record was 23-42 and 42 last season. They haven't made the playoffs since 2016. You know, I look at all 30 teams, and this is actually the franchise that I, I feel bad for the most. I mean, you can make the argument that it's the franchise that sucks the most. It started in 1988, and they've never really been a contender. I mean, my god, even the Kings were contenders at one point throughout this period. Late 90s Charlotte had a decent squad, then another okay squad in the early 2000s, so, you know, I'll, I'll keep this one short. I don't want to rag on a franchise whose only good contribution to the league are their jerseys. No. The 
metal ball getting the keys to the franchise. <laughs> Forget it. Okay. I'll stop. I could name 120 things that will go wrong for MJ's team this year. Wait. 120? Why does that number sound so familiar? Ooh. Hornets are our bottom three team in the East, and so is our next team, the Chicago Bulls, starring Billy Donovan. Highest paid player is Otto Porter, making $28 million. Jesus! Longest tenured player is Cristiano Felicia. Felicia, who the hell knows? Guy should have been out of the league years ago. More on that in a sec. 22 wins and 43 losses was their record. Have not made the playoffs since 2017. We all remember how that went. Cristiano Felicio has been on the Bulls for, what, uh, it's been like half a decade, jeez. Uh, first year, uh, I think that he was on the team was also Hoiberg's first season. Uh, the guy, he's had uh, three different D-slash-G-League stints. He was in the G-League at one point this season, and even had stints back when it was called the D-League, not to mention the Bulls didn't even have a D-League team back then. He was playing on the Canton Charge. The guy's making $7 million on the third year of his deal. He's, he's playing extended stints in the G League. What is going on here? Sneakily has been one of the worst contracts in the league for the past few years. I don't know. I've been trying to find trade machine deals for someone to take on Felicio's contract. Maybe a team trying to duck the luxury tax. I, I, I can't find it, though. Plus, the Bulls, they already have such an expensively shitty roster, so would they even want to add more money? I mean, Bulls are one of the wealthiest teams in the league, though. That's what the greatest player ever does to a franchise. The Bulls could literally only win three games next year, and they'll still be valued top ten, if not top five in the league. But hey, I know some diehards think they'll get into the play-in tournament. Ooh, you know, here's my season prediction. Zach Levine is going to make the playoffs and prove he can contribute on a winning team when he gets traded to the Nuggets in February. Ooh. Chicago Bulls are a bottom three team in the East this year. It'll be a messy season. With multiple starting lineups getting thrown out every night, none will ever seem to work. There'll be unhappy campers requesting trade requests. At least three roster players are going to get traded. But listen, Bulls fans, there's some good news here. At least, at least, Denzel Valentine signed his qualifying offer. He's coming back! I actually love it when players sign their QO. It happens so rarely. In fact, it should be a bet on draft day. You just put a dollar on the rookie who will sign his qualifying offer extended to him in four years. 
if anyone guesses correct, Kuching. They're, they're mega rich. Seriously. Um, I think Denzel's the only one to do it this year. No one signed their qualifying offer last year. Uh, I believe the last guy who did was Rodney Hood in the 2018 offseason, back when he was on the Cavs. Good times. It's going to be a rough year, Pulse fans. Hang in there. All right, that's it. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Next week, I will do five more teams. I'm not going to do alphabetically. I'll I'll choose five random teams. Five random teams that I didn't do this week. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, Javante Green MVP.